get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Have you ever found it difficult to forgive? Has someone really, really hurt you and you can't seem to let it go? Have you tried to let it go? But you find yourself thinking about that incident again ooh, and again, rolling it over and over in your mind. Have you ever done that? Anyone else besides me? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bench, and I am here to help you live a life that is fearlessly free so you can stop hiding, you can show up fully yourself, and you can fulfill your God-given purpose courageously. Now, today we're going to be talking about the importance of forgiveness and what it costs you if you hang on to it and what it costs others. So today's for you if you've ever been hurt by someone. I'm pretty sure that's about 100% of us. And today's also for you if you've tried to let it go, you've tried to forgive, and you just can't seem to let it go. And if something is stopping you from forgiving and you you can't figure it out, you don't know what it is, I'm going to be talking to you today. I love the subject of forgiveness because it's something that was ingrained in me from childhood. Like if there's one thing I can say my parents taught me, it's forgiveness. My mom called it Keep your slate clean is is how she worded it. The Bible actually talks about, you know, um, to not go to bed while you're angry. You know, so when you forgive, you're waking up with the clean slate. Now, what's funny about that subject is I got to practice it a lot. Now, my older brother, he's almost five years older than me. And my little brother, he is two years younger than me. So I'm, I'm right there in the middle. And Eric was always kind of doing his own thing most of the time, unless he like needed his, uh, you know, extra people to, to help play something that he was, you know, coming up with. So most of the time it was just me and Dave hanging out and we were playing and he, Dave would actually play with my friends. I play with his friends. You know, we all got along really well. Well, when you're around each other more, things happen. You irritate each other. You know, it's siblings. And so Dave and I actually fought the most between me and my, my siblings. But my mom ingrained in us so much forgiveness that we started to actually ask forgiveness on our own. Uh, there was one time... I don't even know what we were fighting about. But I actually threw a dinner plate at Dave. Now, I don't mean a paper plate. I mean a dinner plate. Like glass and all, shattered all over the kitchen. Fortunately, it didn't hit him. I do not have good aim. I do not have good hand-eye coordination, people. So, you know, Dave can be, Dave's thankful that for that, I'm sure. And we just exploded at each other. And then we went to each other's, you know, we each went our separate ways. I remember going in my room and slamming my door. I was so mad. 
And it's so funny because I, I don't even remember what about. But we could not let five minutes go by. And we were both out of our room, back talking to each other and asking forgiveness. Now, when you grow up that way, you kind of assume everybody else knows how to do that. And I quickly discovered they don't. There are so many people that don't know, one, how to even ask forgiveness. Like they hurt somebody and go ask for forgiveness. And when you're hurt, to forgive and let it go. Now, before I really dig into forgiveness here, I'm going to um, use a, a Hebrews 12.15 as our base. I want to say this. There is a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. So there are things that you need to forgive somebody about, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to reconcile that relationship and be friends again or, you know, come back together. If you're in an abusive situation, you've gotten out of that situation, yes, you need to forgive your abuser. However, you do not have to go back and be in that relationship again, because that's not safe. Okay, so that is the difference. Forgiveness means I'm choosing to release my offense that I'm holding against you. Like you're just not holding it over their head anymore. That's what you're doing when you forgive. So you can forgive without reconciling. All right. Now, listen, I know it can be hard to forgive. And um, because I've struggled with it in my life, too. I've even shared with you on this podcast of a time when I was holding some really bad unforgiveness towards my older brother as an adult, like for years. And it was really bad. And it took me a long time to forgive on that one. But it's a big deal and it is really important for us to, to do it, to forgive. Now, sometimes I find it's easier to, to change and, and make an adjustment when I know the consequences of when I don't. What, what happens? So let's discover how our decision to hold on to unforgiveness affects us. Knowing that, knowing what happens if we hold on to unforgiveness... I think will help motivate us to go, ooh, let's, let's work on that forgiveness part, shall we? So Hebrews 12, 15, I'm going to read this in the Amplified, and it says, see to it that no one falls short of God's grace, that no root of resentment springs up and causes trouble, and by it many be defiled. So let's start with what is the root of resentment? Because it says, you know, let no root of resentment spring up and cause trouble. Now, resentment comes when we let unforgiveness go to the next level. So, we got hurt. We haven't forgiven. But we continue to hang on to it and hang on to it. And we roll it over and over in our mind. And And it... It can begin even to start tormenting us. Now, resentment in some translations says bitterness. 
So just that word, doesn't that leave like this unpleasant taste in your mouth? Like bitterness. Well, the dictionary says this about bitterness. It says having a harsh, disagreeable, acrid taste, hard to bear, grievous, or distressful. So yeah, that does sound like a kind of taste in your mouth. And unforgiveness, it can really seem so harmless. Like, it seems so harmless. And it seems like it can only affect the one that's holding on to the unforgiveness, right? I really hate to spoil your childlike faith. But the answer is no. Unforgiveness doesn't just affect us. Unforgiveness is like an infection. It affects the whole body. Remember, we are the body of Christ. It does not just affect us. And it doesn't just affect the person we have an issue with either. Yeah, it goes beyond that. Unforgiveness affects even more people. So let's look at the second part of that verse. It says that no root of resentment spring up and cause trouble. And by it, many be defiled. Now that word many in the scripture means a great number. However, it has what's called an emphasis on it. So what that means is it's not just many. It's not just a great number, but it's like a tremendous number, like a ginormous amount of people. So when we hold on to unforgiveness, allowing it to turn into resentment, turn into bitterness, it does not just affect us. Or the person that hurt us. It, it affects a tremendous amount of people. That is sobering. You're like, yikes. I, I don't want to hurt a bunch of people because I'm holding on to unforgiveness. But let's dig a little bit deeper. Okay? When we let unforgiveness take root in our lives... The scripture says it causes trouble. Now, causes trouble in the Greek is a very fascinating word because it means a tumultuous crowd. I don't even know if I pronounce that right. Tumultuous? It's interesting. A mob. It's vex someone with the force of a raging mob. A mighty momentum carrying someone along. Can you picture that? Our unforgiveness vexes others with the force of a raging mob. It's like that mob footage you've seen. Usually it's in like Europe or maybe South America or something. And the the soccer team wins and the crowd's going crazy. And then they're out in the streets and they're flipping over cars and there's you know, lighting things on fire and they're looting and it's like absolute mayhem. That is the force of a raging mob. If we let our unforgiveness take root, it mobs other people around us. It robs from them. It flips their lives upside down. It's its fire to the things they love. And nobody is ever the same. Can you picture that? 
that, that makes me pause. It makes me think. Am I holding on to any unforgiveness in my life? Have I let it take root? There is actually something that cropped up yesterday. And this is the reason why I want to talk about forgiveness today. And I was Marco Poloing back and forth with a, a friend or my two coaching gals that I do a podcast with. Your Fearless Journey with Becky, Cat, and Heather. It's a super fun one. We had an episode come out today. We have one every Wednesday. And she was sharing something um, that was going on. It was difficult. and But it was one of those situations where it was like she understood why. Um, but, it, but, it, but she f- had this, you know, like, oh, this always happens to me sort of a feeling. Like I always get cheated out of, of this situation. And so I understood her dilemma. And so I started sharing this situation that happened when, when I was younger between me and my brother. And um, it was actually a name uh, picked out for uh, a child. And he actually took the name that I, I wanted to use. And I'm sure he did it without thinking. And the thing was, is at this time, his child was actually in a life or death situation because they were, they were born premature. And so I was in this dilemma of, oh my gosh, I'm praying that his child lives. And at the same time, I was really hurt that he took the name that I wanted. The name I had picked out since eighth grade. And what was interesting about this, this was almost 30 years ago, people. And I started crying on this Marco Polo talking to my friend. I was like, oh my gosh, I still hurt. Holy cow. I thought I let that go years ago. Mm. What are the effects in my life because of that? Who who have I been hurting? A raging mob that, because I didn't even realize I'd still been holding on to this all these years later. Oh my gosh. I want to take this a step further. The scripture says that by it many be defiled. Now you already learned that many is a tremendous amount of people. Okay. Massive. But what does defiled mean? Defiled in the Greek means to stain with paint or dye. Figuratively, it means to stain or defile the soul. Our unforgiveness stains the souls it comes in contact with. It stains our soul and it stains their soul. It reminds me of the color run. Have you ever done a color run? I personally have never done a color run because... I'm not much of a runner, kind of a run walk sort of person, but uh, but my my I've had friends do it, and bystanders throw paint at those people running by, and so it creates this this fun, cool rainbow of colors all over their face, all over their their shirt and and everything. Here's the thing with that paint: it comes off pretty easy, like because they know they're gonna get you. It's designed to come off. But when we allow our unforgiveness to stain someone's soul, 
it doesn't come off so easy. I know that was a lot. It was a lot for one scripture, wasn't it? So let me sum it up. There's not, not, there's not enough time. Let me sum this up. All right. Unforgiveness turns into bitterness and resentment when we let it take root. So when we don't let it go, then bitterness acts like an irrational mob descending like an avalanche overtaking the mountain. It's that crazy mob in the streets. Like picture that. And it's destroying everyone and everything in its path. Now this bitterness not only hurts us, it defiles a tremendous amount of people along the way. Tremendous amount of people along the way. It's like it oozes out of you and comes out sideways in different ways. Maybe through gossip and talking to people. But it comes out. And literally, it's staining the souls of the people around us, bringing fear, it brings anger, resentment, unrest, brings all kinds of pain. Now, what I love about our God is he is so gracious. He is a God of grace. And if we have let bitterness take root, we can ask forgiveness. We can can choose to let it go. Now that that we know the damage that it really causes, others have been defiled, polluted. They've been stained by our choice to allow the root of bitterness to grow. Who have I hurt along the way that I didn't even realize because it was holding on to that hurt from almost 30 years ago? Holy cow. So what do we do? We go to the person we have an issue with and we make it right. Yikes. I know, that's scary. Now, there are times and situations when you're unable to go directly to that person. And you can say a prayer of forgiveness and you can put your foot down and you can say no more. I choose to forgive and let it go. You see, forgiveness is a choice that we make. It is not a feeling. So you can choose to let it go. Go to anybody that you have stained in your wake of destruction of holding unforgiveness. Ask forgiveness of them. And that right there is going to help you begin to let it go. And you know, you'll help kind of clean off some of that, that paint that stained them. I know it's hard to be the bigger person and do the right thing. Dude, growing up, I always felt like that. God, I always have to be the bigger person and be the first one to go and ask forgiveness. Can't they be the bigger person? If you know you need to ask forgiveness, go do it. If you know you need to forgive, be the bigger person and just do it. And here's the thing too. They don't have, if you got hurt by somebody, they don't have to come and ask forgiveness to forgive. My brother does not have to come to me and ask forgiveness for this, you know, what I I felt like was a, a hurt. He doesn't have to ask me for that, for me to forgive him. I can choose to forgive him. And one more thought before you, before I leave you. 
Prevention is the best medicine. So start by letting go early. Like, don't let let it turn into the root of bitterness. Don't let it take a hold. It's like the little trees, you know, that fall around the oak tree and they're just little tiny trees. Pluck them babies up because it's easy. But you know what? Once they start taking root, you have to get a chainsaw out and dig the roots deep and it's hard to get them out. So pluck them out early. Forgive early. And remember this. I find the easiest way to forgive is to remember how much God forgave me. The grace that he's given me. And I'm going to offer that same grace. Our Heavenly Father gave his son Jesus so we could be forgiven. He made us righteous. We didn't do anything to earn it. But he gave it to us anyways. When you choose to offer forgiveness to others, the same grace that God offers you, you are going to find it so much easier to let go. Just let it go. Let it go. Turn away and slam the door, as the song says. I am not going to sing it for you, though. But it's totally fitting, though, isn't it? We can do it. We can let it go. Listen, if you've been enjoying this podcast, do me a favor, if you would. If you haven't already... Could you rate and review it for me? It helps other people find the show. And if you know anybody that this podcast would help or or a particular episode would help, please share it with them. I have love it when people share things with me because I always want to continue to grow and become my best self. You have got this. You can forgive. You can let it go. And Father has you right there with you, helping you along the way. Thanks a bunch for listening. And until next time, live fearlessly free.